Today is Wednesday, September 9th, 2020. On this day in 1939, Sayado Uotawa, Buddhist monk and nonviolent revolutionary, starved to death. Though his successors would fight against British colonialism for the next decade, Otama's death led many to call him the first martyr in Burma's fight for independence. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. I'm Vanessa Richardson, and today I'm joined by our guest host, Carter Roy, from Famous Fates, Movers and Shakers. His show explores the notable rises and infamous falls of those who have left a lasting impression on the world. Carter's here to help explain just how Uo Tama's life influenced Burma's nationalist movement, while I'll cover the events that led to his death. Thanks for having me, Vanessa. Hello, everyone. I am thrilled to dive into the legacy of Otama's activism. Of course, thrilled to have you join me. Now let's go back to September 9th, 1939, in the Southeast Asian city of Rangoon, Myanmar, then known as Burma. Chaos enveloped the streets surrounding Rangoon's central jail, a prison that was notorious for its poor conditions. Faintly, from within their cell walls, inmates could hear the sounds of riots in the streets, where students, civil servants, and workers chanted. They were striking against British colonialism in Burma, which had left its people oppressed under brutish leadership by Britain's occupying forces. The incarcerated heard gunshots outside as the British police attempted to suppress the violence. For many, dying in opposition to the colonial rule that had suffocated Burma for the better part of the past century was more noble than remaining silent under its command. And for the Burmese monk Uotama, this belief rang true. Though little is known about Uotama's final hours, we can get an idea of his last day based on detailed reports of the political climate at the time and the conditions of the Rangoon Central Jail. Many of the prisoners were there under sedition charges because they'd actively spoken out against British colonialism. Uo Tama was no exception. Since the early 1920s, Otama had made himself known as both a monk and a revolutionary, with his speeches condemning Britain's stranglehold on Burma. But on September 9, 1939, Otama wasn't addressing the activists he once inspired he was struggling to breathe. A prisoner nearby offered him his lunch of watered-down rice with vegetables, but Otama shook his head. He was a man of his will. Weeks earlier, Otama had gone on a hunger strike to protest oppression of Burma and India under British rule. He'd been inspired by Gandhi's nonviolence tactics. Now, for so many weeks, Otama fasted, just as his own hero had, and the effects had become life-threatening. Otama's internal functions were beginning to shut down. According to California Correctional Health Care Services, at the beginning of a fast or hunger strike, 
hunger pangs usually disappear after two or three days. After that, the body uses protein from its muscles to create energy and maintain optimal function. But soon, electrolytes drop dangerously low. Two weeks in, those fasting may have difficulty standing. Symptoms like dizziness, weakness, loss of coordination, lowered heart rate, and chills may also set in. Within the month, 18% of body weight is typically lost, and the individual may be at risk for cardiovascular collapse and severe infection. By September 9th, Otama's body was hardly more than bones. To make matters worse, there were high levels of disease at Rangoon Central Jail. Inmates often suffered from dengue fever, malaria, and infected sores. So it's likely that in addition to starvation, Otama was ill too. But even as his health declined, he continued to refuse the food served in the prison's mess halls. When one of the prison guards noticed that Otama seemed to be in and out of consciousness on September 9th, he ordered the revolutionary be taken to Rangoon General Hospital. This medical facility had been established in 1899 and afforded the best in medical advancements that the country could offer. But refeeding after a fast can be extremely dangerous. The body can go into shock after receiving glucose from foods causing dehydration and can sometimes even induce a coma. Even surrounded by doctors, Uotama did not accept any of the sustenance they attempted to provide him. Instead, his heart rate and blood pressure likely slowed until his body could no longer sustain its most basic functions. By the end of the day, Uotama perished, becoming the first martyr of Burmese nationalism. Up next, the Burmese fight for their independence, inspired by the sacrifice of their hero, Otama. Hi, listeners. Here's a series I think you're really going to like. We all know that medical professionals are trained to give exceptional care. But what about those who use their skills not to heal, but hurt? In the new ParCast series, Medical Murders, you'll discover a disturbing diagnosis that not every doctor wants to extend your life. Every Wednesday, Medical Murders introduces you to the worst the medical community has to offer. Men and women who took an oath to save lives, but instead used their expertise to develop more sinister specialties. Join host Alastair Murden as he examines the formative years and motives of history's most infamous killers. Dissecting their medical backgrounds with expert analysis and professional insight provided by practicing MD, Dr. David Kipper. You'll investigate a wide range of heinous healthcare workers, like the general practitioner believed to be the most prolific serial killer in modern history, or the dentist who led a double life as a hitman, or even the doctor and gang member who mixed deadly potions for unhappy housewives to use on their husbands. When it comes to these true crime stories, the only thing the doctor ordered is murder. Follow Medical Murders free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to the story. 
After Uotama's death on September 9, 1939, Burmese nationalists wrote a letter to the British addressing their frustrations over recent political choices that had been made. World War II had just begun, and the British occupation of Burma had declared Burma's support of the Allied powers. And while many Burmese people stood with the Allied forces, they felt angry that they'd been excluded from the decision to endorse either side. The British had simply decided for them. Uotama had long condemned actions like this one, which excluded the purview of the Burmese civilians. My guest host Carter is going to take over from here to discuss the events that followed this historic moment in Burma's history. Thanks, Vanessa. Uotama did have a history of criticizing the invasive British leadership. In 1921, at 41 years old, the monk delivered one of his most memorable speeches, which made him the first person in Burma to be imprisoned for a public address. The speech was entitled, Craddock, Get Out, and rejected Burma's British governor Craddock for his plan to separate Burma from its sister colony, India. Otama believed that such separation would only divide the Indian and Burmese people, making it harder for them to rise up against British colonialism. Some Burmese also felt the move was a plot to exclude Burma from Indian reforms. And these may very well have been the intentions. By 1937, despite civilian outrage, Britain officially separated Burma from India. So, Burmese nationalists only grew louder in their criticisms. They wanted Burma to be a sovereign state, ruled by its own people. Despite their outcries, Burma was soon forced into World War II as a resource for Britain. That's when Aung San stepped in. A Burmese nationalist who had risen alongside Otama, Aung San was deeply affected by the death of the revolutionary Buddhist monk it fueled his passion to keep pursuing the independence Otama had died fighting for. Aung San initially allied with the Japanese when they invaded Burma in January 1942. But he quickly switched sides, working with the British to drive out the Japanese from the country. When the war ended, he helped negotiate Burma's independence from Britain which would eventually come on January 4, 1948. However, he wouldn't get to see it as he was assassinated six months earlier in July of 1947. Today, revolutionary hero Uotama is exalted for his influence in the fight for Burmese independence, as is his successor in the movement, Aung San. In the decades that followed, their nationalism inspired the regeneration of Burma as a sovereign country, and many of its leaders have since referenced their ideologies. Though the heroes certainly met their ends prematurely, they died fighting for a cause they believed in, freeing the lives of countless others in their wake.
I'm Vanessa Richardson. Thanks again, Carter, for joining me today. Thanks for having me. You can find my podcast, Famous Fates, Movers and Shakers on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Joshua Kern. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Lauren DeLille, with writing assistance by Nora Battelle, and stars Carter Roy and Vanessa Richardson. Killer nurses, deranged doctors, mad scientists. Don't forget to check out the new ParCast original series, Medical Murders. Every Wednesday, meet the worst the medical community has to offer. Men and women who took an oath to save lives, but instead use their expertise to develop more sinister specialties. Follow Medical Murders free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.